There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon. Welcome back. It's the Monday Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. Holly Roberts is in for Lori today, and sometime this hour. We will ask you to uh, be the seventh caller, and if that is you, we've got a pair of movie passes for you to see the new movie Book Club, Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Mary Steenburgen, and Candace, uh, Candace Bergen, and we'll uh, let you know when to call in and win those. Thank okay. you, Donnie. What a great Thank prize. you so much. What a beautiful day it is out there. Um, degrees. Say, uh, we, you know, heard Huey Lewis... Uh, Who's been touring since 1984? Since um, before then, probably. Before then, probably, yeah. exactly. Um, he had canceled all of his 20, the remainder of his 2018 concerts. Yeah. Um, because of hearing loss. But here he sat down this morning with the Today Show, and and here he's talking about what's going on with them. They're an indelible part of the soundtrack of the 1980s. Hit after hit, including one of their biggest, The Power of Love, featured in the beloved film, Back to the Future. Huey Lewis and the News have sold over 30 million albums worldwide, and they've never stopped touring or making music until a concert this past March in Dallas. As I walked to the stage, it sounded like there was a jet engine going on. I knew something was wrong. I couldn't find pitch, distorted nightmare. The bass goes. It's literally noise. It's cacophony. Even though I can hear you, we can talk. I can talk on the phone, but I can't sing. I can't hear music. And so, you know, I can do everything but what I love to do the most. Yeah. Which is a, is, you know, is a drag. After consulting several doctors, the consensus was many years disease. A disorder of the inner ear that can cause vertigo, ringing in the ears, and progressive hearing loss. The bad news about Meniere's is that um, it, they don't know what it is. Yeah. It's a syndrome based on symptoms, and it affects people differently. And all they can come up with as a treatment is a diet. No caffeine, lower salt, and, you know, and keep your fingers crossed. And is there a cure? There is not, but the good news is it, it can get better. It just hasn't yet. <laughs> Lewis had to make an excruciating decision to cancel the band's entire 2018 tour. 40 confirmed stops. Announcing on social media, the only prudent thing to do is to cancel all future shows. Needless to say, I feel horrible about this. Mm, Isn't that... 
Isn't that something yeah. that he yeah. can hear you talk? He can he- listen to TV, you know, but he can't hear music. Can't hear himself sing. No, so he can't stay on pitch. You know, it's <laughs> kind of this is kind of so mm-hmm. interesting because you know my, I think I've shared I have shared with you guys that my mom suffered a stroke, mm-hmm. um, and has global aphasia, and it's kind of interesting. So we're working with it. I mean, she's doing great. She's doing great, and she's just got the best attitude. But but what she thinks she's saying. Um, she's trying to write down, she has a hard time with writing, you know, Mm -hmm. and and remembering numbers and saying numbers correctly and all that kind of stuff. And she's working working so hard to get it all back. But so like, she's using a notebook now. So we're able to, she's writing down something, but she'll be sounding out something like, yeah. And she'll write the letters R E S. Mm -hmm. So it's just, So just the hearing and the connection to the way that you vocalize right. things. I mean, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and she'll, you know, and we're, by using the notebook, it's working out so well. So I'm able to, you know, kind of understand, you know, what she's a, trying a to lot communicate. Better. Exactly. Cause it's been kind of hard. Um, but it's, I just think of how different what happens in the brain. It's amazing how it all works that you can hear the sounds come out and they come out in the right letters and everything. And it's just, blows you away that it could be affected that bad yeah. mm-hmm. and have his two, you know, the music. And I think of Ian Punnett always when I yes. think of ringing in the ears yeah, because he had tinnitus, tinnitus or tinnitus, yeah, either one, however yeah. you say it, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and this, I just want to say this, is my little shameless plug for audiology concepts or anybody get your hearings e- evaluated because so much stuff can happen if you let it go on for a while. Um, sure. But it enters the mini-years mini disease. Do we have more on it? Yeah. Because he's working a, with a local company. Here we go. And I know what one of the hardest parts of the whole thing was that your fans, mm. you were excited for this tour. You knew a lot of people were. Yeah. We've been doing this for, you know, 40 years now. So we have great relationships around the country with all these venues and the promoters and, and our fans. And we are the best fans in the world. I got so many letters of support and so many you know texts and emails and stuff that it was very gratifying really but i'm just hoping i can get better what do you want to say to your fans who have given you all this support Uh, i want to say i'm sorry clearly we're not spring chickens uh but i've always prided myself on being reliable i'm not the greatest singer in the world but i'm reliable and i've canceled five gigs in my life in 40 years maybe I just feel terrible about that. And I really feel bad for my guys, you know, my team. We've been doing this for so many years together. Lewis is determined to get back into the studio and back on the road, doing what he loves most. What does it feel like when an audience is into one of your songs, sings one of your classics all together? What does that sound like? Yeah, it's wonderful, you know. It's wonderful. And I I get notes all the time about... Stuck with you is their wedding yes. song and the power love. If this is it, you know, that's a wonderful thing. It's almost like you're not singing the song, it's singing itself, and you just ride. And it's the most exhilarating feeling in the world. It's the most fun thing in the world. So in addition to dietary changes, Huey is working with the Starkey Hearing Foundation to come up with some way to filter out all the noise to help him find pitch. Mm -hmm. But the technology is experimental at this point. With a new album that's almost finished in a Broadway show, which would be amazing based on his music and the works, he's trying everything. Can you? I know. I just thought that was interesting. It was just something so different. 
Well, and that, that he's can, so dedicated to his fans, and he just said it. He's like, look, we're not the best band in the world, but it is so fun to get out there and be on the road right. and entertain people and have a good time. And you could, you could genuinely tell that he feels bad for the fans who enjoy the music and, and for the, his guys and for his, his guys yeah. and for his bandmates because yeah it's their livelihood right, and exactly. when you know when any anytime any of these big acts go on the road they employ tons of people right oh i know oh, oh, i know it all right so so here's a note to anybody who's going to be singing the national anthem at any event all right it's gonna write some notes down <laughs> yes. here. Um, what, what are your what, tips? What are you gonna call me first, Sally? Your grace. Okay. What are your tips okay. for oh, singing the national okay. anthem? Um, learn the words. Yeah, yeah, you would think. Uh, <laughs> learn the words, Lady <laughs> Antebellum. Um, they, uh, the trio of Charles, Hillary, and Dave, have beautiful, flawless harmonies while they're singing the national anthem during the Nashville. It's Game Five of the Stanley. Playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs at Nashville Predators against the Winnipeg Jags, who beat the vets, the Winnipeg Jets, who beat the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and here they are trying to sing part of it. Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous were so gallantly no, 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 that's wrong. And then they recovered. (laughs) Never, ever, ever will I ever sing the national anthem in front of any living creature. Really? Cats, dogs, ferrets, not going to do it. We sing along with the recording at the beginning of the baseball games. Well, but they have the words on the jumbo. No way they don't. I'm talking about my sons. Oh, well, that. No, I know the words. Okay. I know. How many times have we heard that thing? But it's one of those songs. Yes, we've heard it countless times in our head. But when the spotlight's on you to get it right, they're paid performers. If Lady Ant- no, but what I'm saying, Julia, your grace, is that if Lady <laughs> Lady Antebella, if they screw it up, what? Hope do any of us have none? Thank you. But that's why I'm never doing it. <laughs> I just can't just, even believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's just gotten worse. old. Yeah, it's happened a lot. It happens. It really yeah, it really does. Or you just butcher it. I mean, let's let's not forget yeah. Fergie. We no. earlier this year. Yeah. Well, oh no! Who, I know. Who, who else? Well, who else flubbed it up? I can't. Everybody remember. seems to flub it up. I, but that's ew, scary, scary, scary. There's going to be interpretive reading in the future of the national anthem. Yeah, like do it like a beatnik. Yeah. Snap your hands. Uh huh. Oh, oh, say. I posted something a while ago. Maybe Julie, you remember this, but there was this poor woman. She came out and she was singing, started singing the national anthem. She forgot the word. She turns around, goes back into the little runway off the rink. She comes out again, screws it up again, turns around, goes down to the runway. And as she comes out for the third time, she slips and falls on the ice on her back. No, no, Johnny. You can't make that one up. I posted that. Oh "Oh my God. You you really can't. Oh my gosh. No, the, um, the Met Gala has started, people. The yes. fashion, if you go on Twitter, Met Gala, Vogue, um, it's all over. And Olivia Mom has just showed up in um, looking like, what? I don't know, uh, the Virgin Mary in gold? Mm. I don't even know. We're going we're gonna to be discussing this. I don't know. but I have to think about what that would be called. Mm-hmm. It's something. Okay. It is something. Um, when Elizabeth Reese comes for the Dirt Alert, we'll be right back. Do you? This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
All right, Elizabeth Reese is here to Hi, give friends. us the dirt. Hello. It is nice to see you on this fine Monday. Yes. yes. The photos have started to come in. I know. On the Met Gala. The Met Gala. Hollywood has descended upon the Met Gala. That's the mm-hmm. big headline in page six. And it is a huge, huge production. Uh, do we know that Madonna is going to perform at tonight's Catholic fashion-themed Met Gala. Isn't that a little... Yes. Oh, really? No. Is she going to do like a prayer, maybe? I would think so. You know, she hasn't exactly been the Catholic Church's best friend. Yeah, she's quite the provocateur. Yeah, she has Olivia Mom is wearing an interesting body. What is it? It's um, The the theme is Heavenly Bodies and the Catholic... um, Heavenly Bodies, Fashion fashion and and the the Catholic Catholic Imagination. Imagination. Yeah. She's oh, wearing yeah. a little chainmail thing little... over her head. Uh-huh. Cardinal Dolan is going to be there. I know it. How about that? I know. He was uh, a bishop in um, Milwaukee before. Oh, he was? Or really? Green Bay. Either one. I've met him. I've interviewed him before. Okay. He's a very lovely, lovely man. Um, so anyway, that's kind of exciting. Uh-huh. They're mm-hmm. going to have all sorts of like religious items at yes. this exhibit there. Well, the exhibit looks amazing. They've been showing it. If you go to Twitter, um, you can follow... Um, yeah, just the hashtag Met Gala, and it's going to take mm-hmm. you to a lot of photographs exactly. from the red carpet. So the seating chart is a big deal. And what exactly goes into it? Uh, this is interesting that Vogue broke down all that it happens when it comes to organizing the Met Gala's seating chart. I mean, can you even imagine? If you are thinking that you're planning a wedding and you have to deal with like your Aunt Ida, who only wants to be in certain positions, uh-uh. imagine dealing with the Met Gala and the oh, amount of egos that are so happening. And stressful. I think it, well, it's already the order that you're going to walk up the red steps. It's such a production. Is 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 in order. And, you, know? And you know your place right. before you even get there. You do. Boy, you do. Oh. So Vogue's director of special events... Uh, the name there is um, Edie Kiernan, okay? And uh, Kiernan says that we actually start with a seating document when the names come together in December. The actual seating chart doesn't come together until about a month before the event when we get a sense for the layout of the room and the flow of the evening. So the objective is for guests to have fun and then also make connections. They say they really try to think carefully about who's sitting next to each other. Our ideal pairing would maybe be two people who we think will just get on like a house on fire, but who may not even realize that they have a lot in common. So with each person, we really do take time to think, what will they talk about? Is this like Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift? Yeah, no kidding. Remember, because they were paired up at a table a couple years ago. And then that 4th of July party. Who knew? Who knew? They say the amount of genuine care that this team puts into this aspect of the Met Gala can't be overemphasized. Uh, They say there have been quite a few versions of the seating charts over the years, and sometimes it's fun for them to look back through to see who was invited, who was sitting next to whom, and to recall the collaborations that might have come out of that. It's almost like little time capsules of what was going on each year. Oh, wow. But then on the other side, imagine if you sat next to someone and they're like, oh, we thought that you would like so-and-so, and and then you just hated each other, and then it got awkward. So I wonder if they have to do like a ton of research on like tabloid stories and who's worked together and who like knows each other. Oh, well, oh, I would imagine what, there's an let intern me tell you doing what some that of right the, now. The, some of the stars, like Demi uh, Lovato, yeah. Lena Dunham, Tina Fey, Gwyneth Paltrow, they can't stand it. Um, and Amy Schumer referred to it as punishment. Yeah. <laughs> um, people say it's the mean girls of gala. Anna went to her banzo she dislikes and instills a pecking order where everyone for the red carpet, which she dictates to the seating chart, um, are, you know, told what to do and what to wear. Hollywood, some A-listers are opting out. Beyonce's not going. It, you know, 
I think it would be not a fun thing to go to. No. I mean, it'd be fun for us as like a spectator to be like, right. oh my gosh, yes. let's go and see it. But if you were in that world, would that be fun for you to go to? I mean, uh, I don't. absolutely not. Even talking about the seating arrangement, that concept would make me so anxious. It and feels very like old school, like debutante esque. Well, right. Yeah. Like, She's in control. This, we think it's her last year. Everybody thinks yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. going to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely could be. So anyway, that's happening. Elon right. Musk is dating someone new. Ooh. Uh, Are they going to okay. Mars together? Or perhaps. Oh, it's, gosh. It's a musician named Grimes. Oh, oh, Grimes. Do you, Do you know, know who that is? Oh, yes. Yeah. Didn't she date Sean White, the snowboarder? Oh, she maybe. may have. I swear she was dating Sean White. I guess they're dating. She's they, really cute. Um, yeah, she's really, she's super cool looking and she's very smart. Um, so they have been having some fun little online jokes and whatever. Oh, Zendaya has oh, a really interesting Zendaya has the cutest thing on the world. Well, she's so cute. I know. She could wear a paper bag and she, she would really just look mm-hmm. so cute. Um, Gabrielle Union wasn't sure why she ever feuded with Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, I, that came out last really week. I know. They were feuding. Of them, they said that they've had this long feud no and their names would always come up in like movie things and everything. And, and they apparently just didn't like each other, but they didn't know why. Gabrielle Union was on the Today Show and she said, Jada nor I ever used the word feud. So it just became more of a media creation. Kind of like back in the day, neither one of us actually knew knows what originally took place back then. For nearly 20 years, they'd been at odds. So this Isn't was created by a publicist and then 20 the, years ago. And then they say the people in their circles, this is what Gabrielle Union talked about, may have driven the wedge even deeper because people around them kept saying, well, you know how she feels about you. And they'd be like, oh, well, you know how she feels about you. Uh, and so it like turned into this thing. Tur- Ugh. Yeah. I Just mean, gossip. Childish. Yeah. It well, is childish. Hollywood is a little childish really sometimes. Is. I don't know. You'd hope that we we passing that point. Like, I just, I feel like, there, I can remember times like in my television career when it was more competition between women. And then right. there are times when you're around women who really like lift each other up and are like, I want more. The best for you is the best for everybody Absolutely. else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're kind of shifting. Maybe this mending of this so-called Maybe feud is an example aging. of that. <laughs> you know, yeah. growing up, maturing. Mat- I just mean maturing. It is. I don't mean it in a bad way. I no, just mean, you it, mean it gaining wisdom, gaining wisdom and not being insights. so insecure. Right. Mm-hmm. You get that with age. Yeah, you absolutely do because you just care a little bit less. Uh, Khloe Kardashian went to Tristan Thompson's basketball game in Cleveland. Upset about it. I'm just, I feel like we've been played so much with this whole Khloe and Tristan storyline. It was something that didn't, it didn't even need to happen. Uh -uh. We could have just celebrated the birth of Little True, been excited about it, and they could have dealt with their nonsense out of the tabloids Uh instead of it being force fed and created a narration from Kris Jenner. Khloe doesn't look happy. No. She does not look happy. No. no. She looks very troubled. She looks good, Showing though. Troubled, but good. She looks fantastic. It's troubled, but fantastic. She's got her lashes on, her lipsticks on, and the whole deal. But She's still. got a full face. Yeah, she does. That's a lot after mm-hmm. a baby, and you're tired. Oh, she my looks, gosh. Well, she looks tired, too. I'm sure she's exhausted. I know. Just Bless that Tristan Chloe. Thompson thing is exhausting. Ugh. Hamilton, the exhibition, is set to open in November of 2018 in Chicago. This was just revealed today. Okay, this is tell very us what exciting. Is. Okay, so it's a high tech and interactive exhibit that will give fans of the stage musical Hamilton, and then of course the historical figure that it's based on, the chance where they can learn more about Alexander Hamilton's life with a more factual basis in, than the show. This due, might be the closest I get to the play. Well, due to input from mm-hmm. history experts at Yale and Harvard who are involved in its development. 
development. So Lin-Manuel Miranda was talking about this. He said people want to learn more. And so this Isn't is going to be another di- big, like, massive structure you can go into and just delve more into the story. That sounds fun. It sounds really yes. fun. Yeah, so November 2018, watch for it. Thanks, Thank friends. You. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, when we come back, you wouldn't believe where people are having sex. Okay. Well, I'm uh, thinking of all the places right now. I'm already up to 99. Are how, you? How long are uh, I feel like this one is a place make. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home. Here we go. Keeps coming up anyhow. All right, people. Are we ready? Yeah. Are we ready for a Sex Monday with Julia? Your grace? Your grace? What kind of knowledge can you bestow upon us this afternoon? Okay. Well, this this after spending a weekend at ballparks. um, Balls are on your mind? Well, (laughs) no, I spent a lot of time in porta-potties. Okay. Oh, well, this is going to get interesting. I I spend a lot of time in porta potties. I mean, when the bathroom line is long, I just, I just go. I don't care. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Right. Yeah. And you know, I, yes. So a lot of time. And I always, I'm so excited if they have a handicap one because that's extra big and kind of the air circles late through there better. Treat yourself. Mm -hmm. I have to just tell you a funny All right, story. So, okay, that doesn't even have to go do. This has to do with sex or porta potties. I'm with my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. okay one of the Tommy right. mommies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. She goes to the bathroom. She's so nervous about going in those porta potties. Uh, like yeah. she got to hurry, 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 hurry. Don't leave and look. Ah. Yeah, they're kind of gross. Just sometimes. hurry, hurry. They just are so gross. Don't look. Don't do anything. You just go down, pull on your pants. You mm-hmm. know, hover and go. Yeah, got it. She does this. Yeah. And the toilet seat's down. Oh no! She so then she just backsplashed all oh, over herself. Oh, it just went all the way down. Oh, isn't that? It's, I just that's unfortunate. Oh, that I could is stop really. Laughing. I know really? does that. You yeah. got. I mean, because I, you I'm don't check. even look. You know, you're just like, I got to yeah. get in, got to get out, bada bing. Oh, I know oh, you don't boy. want to look, but you have to look for safety because you don't want any bees or creatures to come up and bite your butt when you're hovering. Well, that's she. I mean, yeah, I know. It was thing. so oh, funny. Oh, sorry. Okay, for so how many people mm. do you think have sex in porta potties at music Ew. festivals? Too many. Have you? No. <laughs> Why would you Julie, ask I have that? never had relations. Maybe in a blame it on the hot sun, the lime aritas, <laughs> or maybe the new favorite Budweiser light orange. Your favorite. Oh which, no. Oh, those. I that sound. Julia, oh, I, no. had, I had Bud Lime. It's like summer shanty. I know, and I'm not going to drink them. I'm going to tell you why, because one time on a 4th of July, I had too many Bud Light Lime Aritas, and then I got naked and went to the ocean. Lost my clothes. Well, how comfortable Whoa. swimming nude in the ocean. I'm telling you. You didn't have to worry about sand getting in your bathing suit. Other people around? You know. I, there may or may not have been other people around. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is proceed with caution with Bud Light Lime Aritas. And what I, what mm-hmm. I think you're about to say is that too many people are drinking those Lime Aritas and are screwing in the porta potties at festivals. I know. How Oof. many? How many? What, what? percentage? I'm Almost say- 10%. <sighs> hmm. Almost 10% of people. So at these music festivals. Oh. Okay, so um, really, and really, and that's that's the full on. That's the full on 
relations. Relations. Yeah. Full now, relations if you in a porta potty. Right. And apparently, when it comes to partial relations, mm-hmm. uh, about 50% of the people have Whoa. those partial relations Whoa. there. It's just like, no, no. Can't you find a bush to go behind? Well, a lot of people do it in tents. That's perfectly well, fine. Yeah. Are that these, makes sense. RVs are the campers. That also makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. I totally understand that. You know, tent hopping is something a lot of people enjoy. Tent what? Hopping. Tent hopping? Mm-hmm. I just, oh, okay. How, how it's like horny you, can hopping. one be? Sometimes really bad. To, I mean, but can't, I mean I, that's true. I guess so. That's Sometimes true. really, really but, bad. But I mean, Julia, have you ever been so horny that you want to at least have partial relations in a porta potty? Never. I, thank you. Never. Thank you. That, that That's gross. That's disgusting. It's, Never. Uh, but I will say at a college we were at, um, you know, there was a lot of um, drinking going on yesterday during the baseball games. And um, one bathroom didn't open for quite a while. Oh, dear. Fuck. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ugh, find a mm-hmm. bush, find a tree, find a car, find something. A car? I don't, don't it, be peeing on well, somebody's car. Well, a lot car. of people, no. No, no relations. Oh, talking about peeing. Oh, gosh, Donnie. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Donnie. I'm, I'm oh, a little Donnie. behind in the conversation. You're brilliant. A little bit. <laughs> You're brilliant. Bit. Okay. All right. Wow, that on. was really. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Julia? You've got windmills gra- in your mind. Your yes, grace. What other kind of uh, <laughs> sexual studies do we have in the sex? Okay, well, here's the next one. Now, tell me if you believe this. So, do you think millennials aren't as sex-craved as the generations above them? Yeah, I actually think that's probably accurate. Why do you think so? Access to pornography and to other things where you're just busy. I mean, people are busy. Playing video games? Playing video games, doing other (laughs) things. When do you have time to have full relations in a porta potty when you're uh, looking on your phone? (laughs) They're looking on their phones. Modern gals and guys on the go. One in eight, one in eight, 26 year olds are virgins. Hmm. As opposed, do we have any statistics from previous generations? It wasn't this high in the past. I'm going to give you that. If well, you're a virgin in your 20s, you're no longer an anomaly. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of other people, you know, and they say they're turning down sex for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the psychoanalyst, psychotherapist told the Sunday Times millennials have been brought up in a culture of hypersexuality, which they have with all the free porn sites and everything, yeah. which has bred a fear, bred a fear of intimacy. The women are always up for it with beautiful hard bodies, and the men have to have a permanent heart on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's daunting to young people. The fear is for young men of being humiliated that they can't live up to that, and the women also that, you know, they don't live up to their images online. Sure, because, yeah, re- full relations don't really look like the things that you see on Pornhub, and that's okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> Children, that's okay. Young people, that's okay. So do you think it's kind of ruined them? I don't think it's ruined them. No, I just think changed. that people are, it's just changed the perception of what it means. And then also, you know, I think in previous generations, we people had, were getting married younger. And so then there were relations inside marriages and other things. three TV stations. Mm-hmm. We, you know, three or four. Yeah, we had like mm-hmm. seven radio stations. <laughs> you know, so what was like, one you were, to do? Yeah, you we were, had no theater. computers. You were no, done watching no uh, Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. and uh, Charlie's Angels. So what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Get bored. Mm-hmm. Entertain yourself. I think we set a new record today saying the word relations, by the way. Well, sexy so, time. Yeah. 
Uh, sexy time. Okay. All right. So there's new terms out there all the time. If anyone's dating, we've got all these new silly, silly, silly terms. Uh, what do we got? Okay. Silly terms for what? Okay. For dating terms, you know, explained like bread cum- crumbing is stringing a potential partner along without committing. Yes. Often by sending occasional just check in text messages, but never, you know, how you doing? But then never following but up. But never saying, do you want to get together? Yeah. That's just, you're just being breadcrumbed. That's the old stringing along. Right. Yes. It is. Back yes, in the day. Back right. in the, the day, you're right. Thing. Now, breezing is a new term that breezing. I'd never heard of. Breezing. Okay. Breezing means being direct and saying what you want in a relationship. The opposite of da- the dating rules or playing games. And this one's actually good. People are being a lot more honest. This is what I'm looking for. I like the breezing concept. And I think more people should do it. So breezing. Breezing mm, okay. good. Brent coming bad. Okay. Right. Now cushioning mm. is basically having a plan B in case plan A that you're working right now. Your relationship that you're in right now isn't working out. Oh yeah. Fallback. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be outright cheating on an exclusive partner by sending flirty texts to multiple people in case the one you're dating with to the crowd. Yeah. Now, if you're dating, I think that cushioning is okay if you're not in a relationship. However, if you are in a relationship, cushioning is just playing out cheating. Yes. Whether okay. You, yeah. Now, this is my new favorite. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Kitten fishing. Kitten fishing. It's a it's a friendlier <laughs> cat fishing. Um, it's presenting yourself in an overly positive light on the internet by lying about your height, um, no, pose, posing no. a photo that you take from the ceiling so you look like you're thinny, 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 <laughs> thinny, thin, thinny, thinny, skinny, skinny, thinny, thin. oh, thinny? What's a good new nice, word? Nice, good thinny, one. Thinny. thinny. Write that down, Julia. Thinny. I'm writing it down. Thinny. Okay. I don't, you know, with the kitten fishing, if you're presenting yourself in a positive, I don't know. I just feel like the ruse is going to be up at some point. So exactly. Why even, so why even bother doing it? There is no point. I well, mean, unless you're trying to scam people out of money or something. Maybe your MO is just having online conversations with someone. And if they think you look uh, like a kitten or like a kitten with a web or something a little different than what you look like. Well, and you know, therefore it makes them more fooled. attractive to you. You can just oh. do the things. It's not flat out catfishing where you just completely... No. Assume a fake identity online. Kitty, kitten fishing mm. is... sounds so exhausting. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, who picked a picture from the ceiling? How do you even do that? I was just making it up, Donnie. Oh, oh okay. gosh. <laughs> First peeing on the car, Donnie, <laughs> then taking the pictures oh, from well, the I ceiling. I wonder why Lori and I you make uh, no, so no, I mean, it's interesting how you make yourself look thinner. You have your selfie stick and you hold it up above yourself. Yeah, and you're you supposed take your... to take angles from above right. the photographs so that you are uh, at an angle that is flattering. Right, and I'm going to finish the, it with the last one. Please. Stashing. Refusing to introduce the person you're dating to friends or family. Sort of like stashing him in the door. Oh, oh my gosh. And I always refer back to Lori's dad's um, one night stand with the woman that he made wear a motorcycle helmet with the visor down out of his bedroom. Oh my god. In gosh. front of her in front yeah, of them. That's stashing. Oh, 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 that's bad. That's yeah. stashing and hiding. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Never never allow anyone to put a motorcycle helmet on you to do She came in with one. Oh, so it was her. They a motorcycle, so it was hers and he just suggested put it on in here in the bedroom before you leave so my girls don't know who you are. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, public service from the zipper. <laughs> <laughs> Who's their neighbor? I'm just making that up. All right, we'll be right back with the rest of the headlines. Sometimes I feel like giving up.
enough No medicine is strong enough Someone help me I'm crawling in my skin Sometimes I feel like giving up But I All right, everybody, um, time for our favorite headline today. Um, it is um, 80 looks amazing. Jane Fonda looks chic as ever with her sophisticated slim suit. She paired with this beautiful pink. She she did color blacking with a, a fuchsia pink color and a red suit. And she's so slim and stunning. Oh, she looks At, fantastic. I know she was doing the um, premiere for the movie that we are giving away tickets to all week. Book, Book club. club. Mm-hmm. About when women, a uh, women's book club uh, reads 50 shades of gray and what happens to everyone's private parts, what they're thinking, the, <laughs> the new tingly feelings, <laughs> the new yes. tingly feelings and how they're yes. going to address them. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. does something different. Mm-hmm. And she looks, geez, she looks amazing. So we've been following. They all look amazing. I know. If you want to follow the Met Gala is happening tonight and the people are showing up on the red carpet right now. It's um, happening right I'm, now. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm confused about what Amal Clooney is wearing. She's wearing, She's wearing pants. pants. Pants with a full train. Yes. yes. That's okay. A, okay. And a corset. Yes, and she, a corset. Looks, she, looks she looks stunning. stunning. Okay. Stunning, stunning, stunning. Stunning, stunning. And okay. if you just put in hashtag um, Met Gala... It's trending. It's all over. Yeah. You know, honestly, the only look that I really feel questionable about is probably Olivia Munt. Uh, yeah. In the and, gold. In, in the gold, almost chartreuse. Right. With a slit up into Yeah, her, and the chainmail headdress yeah. thing. Otherwise, I, you know, yeah. I'm kind of here Linda for Carter literally is wearing a crown. Yes. Um, and the Riverdale um, kids are there. Uh, Cole. Um, Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt, they actually date in real life. And on Riverdale, they are, um, gosh, which one is, I don't know. He's Jughead and she, he's Jughead and she is. Is she Betty or Veronica? She's Betty. Betty? Lily Collins is there. She has a red teardrop underneath her left eye. Okay. (laughs) And she's wearing a crown. Right. right. Lots of crowns. Princess Beatrice is there. Yes. There she is. Lily Collins looks wild. So anyway, those are fun, fun to watch. Yes. And um, go Ooh. look at, go, what are you seeing, Daddy? Donatella Versace. She looks amazing. Oh, she looks stunning. Okay. Oh, I thought she, <laughs> oh, we for, both thought look, she For Donatella looked, Versace, she's looking fantastic. Right, it's, 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 wow. It's wild. We thought she looked amazing. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So um, here's someone you're not going to see there today. Um, Donald Trump or President Trump and his wife, Melania. No. Um, they were always there. Um, they actually even got engaged there. He popped the question to Melania in 2004, and um, the she was wearing a 15-carat diamond engagement ring he bought from Graf Diamonds. Uh, he paid full price for the ring, which retailed at $1.5 million. Wow. And the newly engaged couple posed candidly, uh, with a silly photo because Ivanka Trump, um, with Trump's daughter Ivanka. Mm-hmm. It was a great surprise. Melania said, we are very happy together. And um, during their appearance, a couple days later on Live with Regis and Kelly Lee, Trump spoke about his soon-to-be third wife. He was married to Ivana Trump mm-hmm. and Marla Maples. 
And he says, well, we've had a great relationship. We've been together for five years and it was really time. And you know, Melania is a great woman, a great person. I And I'm really happy about it. Yeah. So they had been going every year uh, beginning in 2003. And the last year that they went was t- 2012. And um, she, he will not be showing up anymore. No, they're a little busy. Yep. And she doing also, some things. yep, they're doing some things. They are. They're yeah, doing some things. That's right. So other people that we're going to see tonight, the one that has always been a stunner, we haven't seen Rihanna yet, and she no. usually, she's one of the co-hosts. Yeah. So we've seen Amal Clooney. She came first with George. Yes. And then we saw Donatella Versace, and then we want to see Rihanna. But well, Beyonce will not be there. No, and Rihanna always brings it. Remember her yellow dress? Oh, that was from, from a couple of years ago. A show it became stopper. an instant meme. Yep. So we'll just have to wait and see who's going to be memefied tonight. Mm-mm. And here's another little tidbit. When yeah. um, when Meryl Streep played kind of the quote-unquote Anna Wintour in the Devil Wears Prada movie, yes, um, she got the voice that she used from Clint Eastwood. He never, ever raises his voice, but everyone has to lean in to listen. He's automatically the most powerful oh. person in the room. But he's not funny. That's interesting. He's, I like he, that. She said she oh. stole the funny from Mike Nichols. Okay. Um, the way the cruelest cutting remark, if it's delivered with a tiny self-amused little, you know, little thing, yeah. little yeah. irony, yeah. Yeah. it's mm-hmm. the most effective instruction, the most memorable correction, because everyone laughs, even the target. The walk, I'm afraid, was all hers. So <laughs> I love that. You know how she just talked in monotone. Remember? Oh, that's all. Carry Remember? on. Right. I love that right. movie. My husband won't be coming because he's filed for divorce. <laughs> it's a little inconvenient. Will you please bring the book to my home tonight? <laughs> I mean, she just really. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it was fun. It was yes, fun. Yes, love that movie. Um, okay, other things. American Idol, last night they did, um, they sang two different series sets of songs, and one set was Prince songs. Mm-hmm. Did either of you peek at it at all? No. Yeah, I have kind of uh, left that shit before it even. Uh, no. I, I peeked at it last night because they're down to the end. I And Katy Perry, I think, was pretending she was going to the Met Gala. We'll probably see her there, but I don't know what she was wearing, but it was. I thought it was a leftover from last week's Disney themed. Oh, she was looking a little uh, costumed. Very costumed, but it was kind of disturbing when this one guy was singing. She kept turning around and talking to someone. And I looked at the stage behind them when they were starting to critique. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, who is she talking to back there? During his performance, they kept showing her and she was talking to her mom. Well, that's kind of rude. Getting some notes from mom? No, but her mom was in the audience and she's crazy for this one kid with this long hair. So they wanted to make the connection that mom was really crazy about this kid. I know, but she kept turning around and I kept wondering, why is she turning around? Is American Idol live at this point? Yes, it is. It's it's live. live. It's live. And they're doing the performances? They're doing the performances. Oh, I'm Uh glad you're doing uh, the duty for all all of us. Well, I just peeked at it, Lori. I was instructed. You were instructed. Oh, well, you followed duties. I did. Wait, <laughs> good, good wait, job. I tell you what she's making me do tonight, you guys. Oh, my God. Kissing with the stars? Oh, oh, Donnie. Oh, I already Julia. do that. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Listen, that. but we're going to be the Met Gala. Just check it. It's a feast for your eyes on the internet right now. plenty of gossip about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone have a great night. Job done. Off you go.